0: Hey there, teacher friends. If you are listening to this in real time, then you will know that it is CTE month. So it's February 2nd at the time that this drops. But if it is after that, know that the content will still be relevant. But part of the reason that I decided to do this episode is to get you really excited about promoting your program and especially during a month like CTE month which is a great time and quite honestly a great excuse to promote your program and promote it heavily. Maintaining or increasing enrollment. Staying on top of ever changing content. Incorporating best teaching practices. These are just some of the challenges that we face as CTE teachers. Welcome to the On Your Prep podcast. My mission is to empower every career and technical educator to love going to work each day because they are teaching what they are passionate about in addition to applying great teaching principles. This episode is for those who want to have a social media presence, or maybe you already have a social media presence and you want to step up your game. Last week's episode, episode 17, talks about how to utilize someone who is already existing as your PR person. Same with episode three. So that will really help. I would still recommend using those resources as well. But if you don't want to start your own social media, then I would definitely start there. Today's episode, we're going to talk more about if you have your own profile or profiles and some of the things that you can do to really promote your program. So what I'm going to do is I am going to actually challenge you to do some kind of off the wall and creative things this month. And I guess they're not really, that off the wall. But we're going to talk about being consistent on posting to social media, which I feel like is a common theme that I say quite a bit, and then setting a goal to use your stories, and then thinking about doing a giveaway and doing that On your social media platforms. So the first thing I want to talk about is being consistent. And I know I talk about this a lot, but it is key to social media. It's key to engagement. It's key to visibility and the algorithm. And I know we're not really playing that game because we are trying to promote our program and get students to enroll. And just because they follow you doesn't mean they're going to enroll. But it does help have students see what is going on. So I want to challenge you, if you are willing to do it, to step up your game in some way. So consistency could be that you're posting every single week, like once a week, or it could be that you're posting every single day. Now this does take quite a bit of effort on the front end of getting your photos and your captions ready to post when you want to post them. I would suggest that you use some sort of templates. If you haven't grabbed them already, I do have five free customizable templates in my bio or at kristinmasic.com forward slash templates. And I keep forgetting to tell everyone that there is a bonus with the templates that are some caption Prompts. And the reason, I don't know why I keep forgetting it, but it reminded me as my husband and I were putting together his month worth of social media posts for CTE month. And we got through all of the templates and all the photos and we knew what we were going to post. And then I turned around and told him, okay, well, now you have to write captions. And he looked at me like, what? Like, why do I have to write captions? Like, isn't, isn't the photo enough. And while your photos are great, you do need to have something there that people can read. And they don't have to be exactly the same. There's a lot of people who have a caption that is different than their photo and not like so different that people are wondering what is going on. But there are some things that you can do to increase engagement. Maybe you have people clap, maybe you have people do some sort of emoji if they agree with your photo or what you have up above. But I do have some caption prompts that can help you guide you through what you could be posting with those photos. One thing that makes posting consistently is using schedulers. So we've got two different types of schedulers and these are probably not the proper terms. There probably is some sort of proper term, but I have no idea what they are. Um, there's what I like to call the set it and forget it scheduler and the reminder scheduler. So set it and forget it reminds me of Peel. You can tell that I am a kid of the 90s and I happened to love infomercials. And one of the things that he used to always sell is a rotisserie and how he would get the engagement from the audience is that he would have everybody say set it and forget it. So that's kind of what reminds me of this first type of um, scheduler is that you can put everything together and then you just schedule it out And the scheduler will actually automatically post it. So, an example that I've liked to use is the Creator Studio, which is actually inside of Facebook. And what's nice about the Creator Studio is it will actually let you post to Facebook and Instagram. And you do have to link the accounts, but it does let you put everything in. You can say what day, what time you want everything to post, and you literally can set it and forget it. And you can do like a couple days at a time. You can do the month at a time. You can do a week at a time. It's up to you on how much you want to schedule out. And then the second type is a reminder scheduler. And I like to use what's called Planoly. And the reason that a reminder schedule could be something that you would be interested in is if you like to actively be the poster. So one thing is with the reminder scheduler is it actually, you can put in all of your information, same thing you can do with Creator Studio, but instead of it automatically posting, which it will if you want it to, but it will actually send you a reminder to your phone and then you manually go and you copy and you paste the caption and it will automatically put your photo in. So there's a couple good things about that is it helps the algorithm more and you can actually choose to stay active on the account for like the next 15 to 30 minutes so that you can respond to any comments. It may or may not matter especially as a a teacher account. Um, but for those of you who like to write your captions off the cuff, you could already have your photos ready and then it reminds you and then however you're feeling that day or maybe it has something to do with what you're going to be teaching that day or what your students have previously learned, you could actually do your caption on the fly. And because it's reminding you, you don't necessarily have everything already in there. That could be a route that you wanna take. Okay, so now that we've figured out how to regularly schedule posts, we're going to talk about stories. There are actually two different types of social media consumers. I like to call them scrollers and tappers. Once again, I am really big into my technical terms for this lovely episode, but we'll explain. So, your scrollers are the ones who actually go through the feed and so they look at the different posts and then there are the tappers. And the tappers will look at the stories which are always at the top of the Instagram screen. And if you have a story, so if you have posted a story there, then your bubble will show up and it allows them to click on your profile picture and then they can tap through each of your stories. You do have probably a lot more tappers as followers if you have students as your followers, because they like to go in there, see what's at the top, tap, tap, tap through everything. They can swipe, they can skip things. So kind of think about that. So one challenge that I want to give you is to try to maybe do a story every day. What counts as a story, it could be a video that you create there, but it also can be posting any of your posts. So after you do a post, I don't know, once again, really big in technical terms, there is... It looks like a little arrow, but to me it reminds me of like a paper plane. If you click on that, then you can actually share your post to your story. You can also share other people's posts to your stories and it will still show up in your stories and still have you at the front of the line and allow people to click and tap through things. So maybe there's another organization that has to do with your program. Um, My husband once again teaches Uh, welding. And so maybe he has a post that he wants to share from the American Welding Society and he can share that there. And so that will also show up. So it could be sharing other people's stories. It could be sharing your stories. You could do some other things like polls and questions and there's slide bars. So there's actually quite a bit of engagement options that will draw your audience in and get them to interact with your posts you could also quickly jump on and have a little video clip explaining your program maybe you have a tour of your classroom or your shop you could link to one of your posts like i've mentioned before maybe there's a student testimonial a project insight maybe you have a virtual field trip In the bonus step of episode 14, which was spotlight your students on social media in three easy steps, I also mentioned that you could have students create their own videos and then email them to you or somehow get them to you, have them do it in that vertical um, orientation and they could send it to you and then you could actually repost their videos on your stories. The last thing I wanted to talk about was doing a giveaway. Now giveaways, I am a sucker for giveaways. I never ever ever win but for some reason I will always tag someone in someone's post if the giveaway seems like something that I would want to participate in. Now I used to do giveaways before social media to try to boost my enrollment. Giveaway t-shirts and other swag that you might already have lying around. So, think about there could be ways, and it could definitely increase your engagement. It may not increase your enrollment, but it will increase your engagement. So, some things that we've kind of talked about because me and my husband were trying to figure out okay, how do we do a giveaway? So, businesses and influencers on social media use them all the time to gain more volume followers. Because the idea behind it is that whoever is following you, they need to like your post. So that boosts engagement. And then they tag someone. So they do at and then the other person's profile. And then what that does is because someone has said their name, it will actually flag that other person and let them know that they were part of a comment. And a lot of times it draws them back to your original post. Now, this is probably not going to be your typical giveaway, because once again, we're trying to target students who would actually take our course, not anyone who is somewhere all over the world, just certain students so you may want to set some parameters as you are coming up with your giveaway of who can enter, who can be a winner, how many entries they can get and how you want to do this. Are they do they need to be potential students and You may make these as suggestions, but you may not have the time to sift through to like verify that they really are potential students, but maybe just setting those parameters would make it so that you wouldn't get some random profiles being tagged. The way this works too is that you want all of the tagging to be done on that one particular post. That way it's easier for you to track. So you'll want to refer back to that post so you can keep referring back to it in your stories. You can keep sharing that in your stories so that students go back to that one post because that's where you want all of your comments. And think about how long do you want this giveaway to go for. Is it a week? Is it a month? Think about your parameters that way and figure out how are you going to decide the winner in the end. I did Google select a giveaway winner and there were a bunch of ideas that came up with how you could do it. So check that out. You could go old school and you could pull up the post on a desktop computer and you could actually like copy and paste all of the comments and maybe you could cut them out and draw them out of something or think about some ways that you could randomly pick one. We use random student selectors all the time so could you use something that you're already using in your classroom but maybe you're using instead of students names you're using their profile handle. You could make things exciting and one of my husband's Former students did a a giveaway and he cut up all of his entries and then he used a grinder to blow all of the papers away until one remained. So maybe you can think of some sort of tools or some equipment that you use in your classroom or your lab that could make it really exciting for a way for you to choose your winner. So in review for today's episode, we talked about ways that you could boost your enrollment or at least your engagement on social media by having your own profile that you control. And ways to do that would be to post consistently and especially by using some sort of scheduler. And then set a goal to use stories And finally, consider doing a giveaway. Now I do want to remind you again, these ideas were not meant to overwhelm and get you to worry about how much or how little you're doing on social media. They're just to inspire you and give you some ideas of things that you could try. If you haven't already, make sure that you get those five free customizable templates that do include the caption prompts in the link on my bio on Instagram or at kristinmasick.com forward slash templates and that's spelled K-H-R-I-S-T-E-N-M-A-S-S IC forward slash templates that can get you started and get you on your way to make your life simpler as you are using your social media to increase your enrollment and start teaching the classes that you truly want to teach. Make sure that you share this with other teacher friends who could benefit from utilizing social media and connect with me on Instagram. I would love to hear how things are going. I want to see how successful your social media is. And I wish you the best of luck.